Welcome to Trail Towns Radio with Paul Vanderplug and Dieter Karsnes, the first bicycle tourism radio show in the world. This is Trail Towns Radio, Vandy, the first bicycle tourism show in the world. That's right. I'm not sure if it's the first one in the world, but that sounds fantastic. Oh, let's just go with it. <laughs> are we talking? What are we going to do? We're talking about bikes. We're talking about places you take your family on holidays, about bikes, about mountain biking, rail trails, anything to do with going away on a holiday and taking your bike. And that's exactly what we love to do, and that's why we made a TV show about it. We did. It was a huge hit there, Vandy. Uh, And now we're on a radio show. (laughs) So I think we'll uh, try and get some celebrities on the show. Let's do it, Vandy. Let's do it. So my name is Dieter Karsnitz, but everybody calls me Dietz, Vandy, because Dieter Karsnitz is too difficult to pronounce. But your name is Paul Vanderplug. Yes, that's why we've had to shorten our names to Dietz and Vandy so everyone can remember them. That's exactly right. So people actually have asked you when they've seen the show, why is that bloke Dietz on the show with you? <laughs> and who yeah. is he anyway? And why are you on the show? Well, look, I'm an obsessive cyclist, have been since since probably 1990. Uh, when I stopped teaching skiing and I started riding bikes and uh, going away on holidays with my family and I did a whole bunch of racing. I don't think I ever finished a race though because it hurt too much. But um, no, I just, I'm just i a dad and I just love riding bikes and met up with you and here we are. Yeah, and... Uh, Who are I you, guess, Andy? No, I was also going to say, and you are also a uh, TV producer, so that's probably uh, why we met. It is, it is. And now you're a, your CV's rather interesting too, Vandy. Yes, I mean, I've been uh, a professional mountain biker, which sounds like the weirdest job title in the world because I just essentially went around racing my mountain bike all over the world for a better part of a decade and still kind of do it now. And is it true that this is actually your first ever job? (laughs) No, I used to work at mum and dad's bike shop in uh, Mount Beauty, but... uh, yeah, I guess this is also a bit of a weird job, presenting television and radio. Well, we, we, uh, we're we going to tell you about the Trail Town story to give you all a bit of an idea of how Vandy and I met and how we are where we are today and what we're doing about it, Vandy. Yes, uh, that's pretty much the plan. I mean, to give me some credibility, I did win a world title, which still <laughs> sounds quite funny, but uh, if the <laughs> listeners are... Uh, just like, who are these two random humans on the radio? Um, I do know how to ride a bike quite fast. Yeah, he's, an, he's a pretty good bike rider, everyone out there. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just ordinary. <laughs> just a good ordinary <laughs> rider, but I love it. I'm pretty much like everyone else out there. But uh, yeah, we're going to be chatting to lots of different people. This show's about helping people understand what's out there when you go on a holiday with a bike. It's not necessarily like that really hardcore bike riding. It's for families and couples and friends that want to go to places that are in Victoria and South Australia and New South Wales and Tassie, Western Australia, or even across the ditch in New Zealand. We've got a whole section about New Zealand, but uh, we're going to get into that in just a sec, aren't we, Vandy? Yeah, that's pretty much what the show's about, just uh, chatting to people about bikes and the passion for the bicycle and then also going travelling, which we love to do. Absolutely right. So, uh Right after the break, well, we're going to, well, right after this next little section, we're going to be chatting to a very much a legend of SBS bike broadcasting. That's right. Mike Tomolaris. He's been covering the biggest bike race in the world, the Tour de France, for 25 years on SBS. And he's done a whole lot more. We're going to find out everything about him. But we're going to be chatting about how Trail Towns came about. Stinger! 
Oh, wow. We're just so radio now, Vandy. It's, I don't know. Now, now um, the, the story about trail towns. Look, this is the thing. It's important people get the whole trail towns thing. So I reckon it was about oh, four years ago, I think, uh, a friend, a mutual friend of ours, Tom Reynolds, who I've known for 15 years. I was involved in, a, in um, motorbike racing a little bit and worked with some some riders. And through that, I, I, I met Tom. He's a terrific guy and he'd gotten to cycling, didn't he? Tom, but Tom was right into the cycling scene. He was actually my road team manager when we met. There you go. So Tom calls me and he says, I'm working with this guy called Paul Vanderplug. He's a world champion mountain biker. And I knew of you, of course, because I love riding mountain bikes. And I used to actually <laughs> see on Strava all the sections where I'd be riding and your name would be at the top of them. It would be driving me crazy. That's, I, yeah. It, I mean, that's it, the thing with my Strava. I'd only log on when it was a good day. I wouldn't <laughs> log on on a bad day. <laughs> anyway, it was, uh, it was kind of cool. So I said, yeah, I'll, I'll meet him, Tom, but why? And he said, I, I think he could be really good on TV. And I said, oh yeah, I've heard this before. But anyway, <laughs> I thought I'd suffer Tom and sure enough, sure enough um, we met. Four years ago, in yeah. a coffee shop in Collingwood. Exactly, just around the corner from your office, and uh, we sort of hit it off straight away. And you actually were blown away by my magnificence. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. But what we did connect on was the fact that um, I've loved riding bikes all my life, and I love taking my family away on holidays, and I love. You know, my, my partner, Jane, and my kids, we love riding um, when we go away, but we like to do a lot more. And that's the same with you, right? Even even somebody's job is to ride bikes. Exactly the same for you. Well, it's not just riding bikes. You're traveling to remote parts of the world. So when I've been racing World Cup mountain bike races or EWS gravity enduro races, we just take our bikes on a plane. I almost don't even know what it's like to go on a plane without my bike. So the bike always comes with me and you're always racing in beautiful parts of the world, like some random island, Madeira, off the mainland of Portugal. You're out there in this Jurassic Park land riding your bike. But it's been so good exploring Australia and going to bike races around Australia and then recently filming trail towns all around Australia. And that's what we did. So four years of hard work, really, Vandy, and um, doing pilots and you know, honing the concept and building a great team around us with, um, you know, some of the best people I've ever worked with are on the Trail, Trail Towns team and then SBS acquiring us. And thank you, SBS. You have great taste. Um, so we did our first season this year and it was really successful. Got great ratings, great reviews. Audience seemed to really like it. So uh, here we are doing radio. It's quite surprising, really, because when when I met you, I was like, this is a long shot that this will actually <laughs> eventuate into making a television show. And then now we're on the radio. So for me, as a country boy from northeast Victoria and Mount Beauty at the base of Falls Creek, to be out filming a national television show is just uh, kind of, I'm pinching myself to be having this opportunity to share my passion for cycling and specifically mountain biking in my case. Yeah, well, for a boy from Greensboro, we're usually a news item, not on the actual radio in between. So APB has been put out for deets. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's the story right now. And, um, you know, the interesting thing about um, bicycle tourism is it's – and the reason we're sitting here and making Trail Towns and we're going to New Zealand for our next season and then we come back in Australia for our third season and we're talking about going overseas to do a season in the UK after that – such has been the reaction to the show, but it's really the fact that bicycle tourism has exploded and regions all over Australia, all over New Zealand, all over the world, to be honest, have discovered the power of getting people, families, couples, friends to come to their region and have a holiday 
build some bike parks, build some trails. And then what happens is the town booms, right? And that's it. And that's where the, the name came from, trail towns. And it's that old saying, if you build it, they will come. And there's so many examples across Australia and the world where these small towns in regional Australia or New Zealand or wherever you are, people are flocking there in their tens of thousands just to go and explore the nature in that area and chill out and have a relaxed holiday. Yeah, and this is happening so quickly. So that's why we exist is to help you, our audience, work out where to have your next holiday or plan a holiday into the future that you might want to, you know, and we're broadcast, Vandy, into Adelaide, into Sydney, into Melbourne, but across to New Zealand too. So we'll be talking about where you can go in New Zealand for a holiday, but we'll be going into more depth into Adelaide and Sydney, the trails you've got, but talking generally about trails all over Australia and New Zealand. And the cool thing is about trail towns, not to be too silly, is we're talking about the things you don't do on the bike as well. And Mm. it's all types of cycling. So if your thing is road cycling or gravel riding or rail trail riding or just going for a ride with your your kids or whatever. So it's, it's just about going out there, doing any type of bike riding, but then coming back to the town and going to the local craft brewery or going to the local coffee shop that's got delicious roasted coffee beans in house or a winery in the hills outside of the town. So... That's what the show is all about, and Mm. that's why it's been so successful, and we've loved doing it. And we're going to do a lot more of it. We're on air every week, so uh, (laughs) you guys out there in Radio Land, you cut us for a little bit while, a little while longer. Anyway, right after the break, we are talking to an absolute legend, Mike Tomolaris. You're listening to Trail Towns Radio, the first bicycle tourism radio show in the world. So now we have the Celebrity Guest of the Week, Deets, brought to you by the biggest bike brand in Australia, Giant. They're not just called Giant because they're big, they're good too, (laughs) just like our next guest, Vandy. And we're so lucky we've got Mike Tomolaris, who has been the host of the Tour de France since 1996. He's been going on a form of bike holiday like no other, going across to France and Europe every year and uh we've got him on the line now hey mike hey good day, fellas uh yeah look uh i know what you wanted to say vandy it's it's a junket it's yes. been a junket for 26 years and i totally agree with you do you, i just want you to answer the question on everyone's lips do you actually get paid for this or do you have to pay to do it <laughs> uh yes i have been getting uh something in the pay packet every week it's oh. not necessarily money but uh, something does something does arrive. It's another aeroplane ticket to France. <laughs> so, and are you an avid cyclist as well? I mean, you're obviously uh, telling people about cycling a lot, but what's your cycling history? Look, you know what? I started off uh, playing soccer from the age of 6 to 42. And when I started limping into the office on a Monday morning at 42 after being hacked to death by 40-plus-year-olds on the soccer field, I decided in 2002 to practice what I preach. And I've been riding my bike ever since. And I have done thousands, tens of thousands of kilometres ever since. I've ridden uh, the length and breadth of Australia uh, on a number of occasions for charities. And I ride in my own backyard in southern Sydney, down to the Royal National Park, uh, down to Wollongong, uh, Cronulla in the eastern suburbs, and I actually did 70Ks this morning on the road. I'm not necessarily a mountain bike rider. I've done a couple of MTVs, but uh, the road is, is my saviour, and, and I absolutely love it. So I've been riding for close to 20 years after a failed uh, uh, career as a soccer player, 
Um, and I'm loving it. It's great. Mike, do you take your family away on holidays? You know, the whole Trail Towns thing is about showing Australians and other people where to go on holiday with your bike. Do you do those sorts of holidays? Yeah, look, uh, I do have I have taken my uh, two daughters who are now in their early 30s uh, on holidays. Uh, they've got their own families themselves now, so we don't do it these days. But I did when they were young, not necessarily on a on a bike tour. Um, they weren't really into the cycling thing uh, when I started out, unfortunately. I tried to get them on board, but they really weren't interested. But look, I have uh, visited most parts of Australia on two wheels, on four wheels, and on foot as well. The only part of Australia I haven't seen and I want to get to is in that northwest corner of Western Australia, the Kimberley. I've been to Broome. I rode my bike once from um, Perth to Broome as part of a charity for the Black Dog Institute, the mental health uh, charity, and uh, I got as far as Broome, but I want to try and uh, explore that region from Broome up to uh, Kununurra and, and beyond. So uh, that's my next mission. Wow, that's such a um, cool story about getting on the bike and just touring around the charity rides. I've done a few myself, and they're so rewarding, but sometimes they're so grueling. <laughs> yeah, look, you know what? They are very rewarding for me. I've I've ridden from Sydney to Surface Paradise for uh, the uh, the Engadine Rotary Club and uh, Chris Riley's Youth Off the Streets. I've ridden from Adelaide to Darwin, also for the Black Dog Institute, the Tour Across Oz. Um, as I say, Perth to Broome. Uh, I, earlier this year, or last year actually, just before um, COVID in March of 2020, I did something for hands across the water in Thailand, rode round down the east coast of Thailand, which was so memorable for me. I'd never been to the country before. It was wonderful. And uh, we were raising money for children, disadvantaged children who had lost their parents. Um, and the monies were going towards a facility that provided um, an accommodation and also uh, a school for the young kids who had lost their parents, the Thai kids. So, uh, look, as you say, Vandy, it's, it's so rewarding doing these charity rides. And I'm in a position where I can do it um, through my profile and through what I've done with, uh, with cycling. And, I, and I'm proud of that uh, um, through SBS. And, look, it's, it's something to give back. I'm doing that as a, as a result of, of my profile. And what better way than to be able to ride a bike uh, to so many parts of the world. Oh, absolutely. And, and Mike, we are, we are obviously cousins being on SBS just like yourself, although maybe not for yep. quite as long. But what, what occurred to me is really interesting. When I started riding mountain bikes, you started on SBS, which is very early 90s, right? You couldn't ride your mountain bike anywhere. Literally, it was almost illegal to ride a mountain bike. Um, your work with the tour and bringing cycling into the mainstream, into almost this sort of never seen before popularity in modern times anyway. Tell me, what have you seen in the change of cycle tourism in the world and in Australia? Oh, in Australia, definitely people are riding their bikes for many different reasons, whether it be on the mountain bike or on the road or just basically buying uh, two-wheel machines for their, for their little kiddies. Um, you know, over the last 18 months, because of the pandemic, we've been going through bike sales have just shot through the roof. I take, took my bike in last week to my local shop and uh, they said to me Tomo uh, I'm sorry I'd like to service your bike however there's a three-week waiting list that never happened before did you drop so Fandy's everybody... name did you drop Fandy's name that <laughs> yeah, might have it didn't help it didn't help <laughs> Fandy. Gave Fandy, five weeks. They... <laughs> yeah well exactly right and then they charged me they're going to charge me double as well <laughs> yes no it's um it's but, a... <laughs> yeah but but look you're right I mean the increase in popularity on the two-wheel machine has been quite enormous 
And um, it's great. And I'd like to think that through our coverage of, of promoting cycling, whether it's competitive cycling or the recreational side or touring side that you guys do, uh, I think we all have chipped in and, 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 and helped in a big way. Well, that's the thing. The recreational cycling's blown up. And um, you're a big fan of trail towns, aren't you? You gave us a shout well, out during the tour. I had like well, thirty thousand texts it's the saying, least "I could do." Mike Tomalara just do. I, watched, I watched one episode and I thought, "This is what I love to do. I love to travel around Australia to different parts. I love to bushwalk. I love to jump on a bicycle. And you know, the bike does take you to places that the motor car cannot take you. And that's the beauty of the two wheel machine. And that's why I like shows like yours, Trail Towns. So, congratulations for." Series 1, I believe Series 2 is uh, well underway. You're going to New Zealand and also returning to Australia. So, uh, look, it can only help uh, in increasing the popularity of of uh, a machine that we've loved for so many years. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. You know, we're, uh, we're on SBS On Demand right now. Mike, you can actually, uh, right after this, go back and watch all six episodes over yep. and over again, as can our audience. It's quite exciting, really. Well, it's only three. Well, I'll do that hours. as soon as I finish watching Play School with my grandson, if that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is probably more intellectual than us. But anyway, we'll, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for being such a good supporter. I feel like I'm get, getting serenaded to sleep like you do in the month of July. <laughs> Tell me. In, in well, your... don't forget, I still want to plug, if I can, Parry Roubaix is on this weekend. Men, of course, are on Sunday night. So, uh, big shout out to uh, all the riders taking, taking to the Parve of Northern France. Oh, Paris Roubaix, the hell of the North on this weekend on Sunday night. Wow, that'll be epic. Thank you, Mike Tomolaris. That was just wonderful. Coming up after the break, Vandy, we're going to go to the Goldfields and talk about our Goldfields episode. In Victoria. Wow, that was a good one. I know. We're talking to Tiff Winchester and we're talking to Andrew Waddell from New Zealand and we're talking to Jamo. We've got heaps of guests coming up. It's fantastic. Stay tuned. You're listening to Trail Towns Radio, the first bicycle tourism radio show in the world. And Vandy, we are now in the section of this beautiful radio experience where we discuss one of the episodes that we did in season one. Now, we have had lots and lots of questions about stuff that we did on the road and questions about the episode. So today we're going to talk about the Goldfields episode. And that was an interesting one, wasn't it? Yes, we're going to take the listeners on a bit of a journey behind the scenes, if you will, or BTS as the slang goes oh, in the biz. That's what Jake, who's our DOP, told us. <laughs> I looked at the thing. What does BTS mean, Jake? Behind the scenes. <laughs> no, it's um, it's quite hard to make a TV show look casual like we try to do on Trail Towns. <laughs> Essentially, uh, episode one is what we're going to talk about today, which was the Goldfields episode. And if you haven't seen it, it goes from uh, Macedon, Kyneton, uh, Bendigo, Harcourt, through to the Goldfields track. And it's just a beautiful episode of Central Victoria. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we were driving in our Nissan car and we're just like, okay, we're, film- we're going to film a TV show now. And then we got the GoPros out and it just was like – all systems going. We just seemed to be filming everything. It was just a wild ride. Yeah, it was. It was actually great fun. It, I remember the. Okay, you can start talking now. We look at each other. We start laughing. What are, <laughs> what are you going to talk about? But actually, we'll talk about the Goldfields region for a start because filming it was so so enjoyable. I know that region of Victoria pretty well. So if you don't know it, it's probably about a hundred kilometres northwest of Melbourne. It starts. It's probably most important in terms of the history of Victoria being the area where the gold rush was, 
heaps of old trails from the gold rush era, lots of history, lots of architecture, lots of stories. And Bendigo, the heart of the area. And the Bendigo, the heart. And it's now an absolute riding mecca of all types of riding, right? Yeah, there's awesome road riding up Mount Macedon and around Haying Rock, which we met an awesome rider, Tiff. And then um, we rode in the Wombat State Forest. There's heaps of goldfields track-related single trails that are now mountain bike tracks. So it follows all these diggings and it's really sort of historical. And then there's trails in and around as well as the O'Keefe Rail Trail from Mm. Heathcote out to Bendigo. And that's the thing about the region. It's always been, especially Dalesford and Hepburn Springs, for a hundred more years, it's been a place for Melburnians to get away. And what's happened in that region is bicycle tourism has caught up and other towns such as Harcourt, which have got great general stores now, incredible food, great places to stay and a fantastic mountain bike park, have caught up and now have a tourist offering themselves. Malden, which was this historic town, has now got fantastic mountain bike trails. Yeah, but uh, one behind-the-scenes story that I wanted to share was when we were filming in the Shiraz hub of Australia in Heathcote, and it was Dieter and I just being big kids (laughs) jumping down the stairs of this beautiful winery, and we were filming a drone shot, and then Dietz looks at me, he's like, Vandy, I've got a flat tire. And he was, you're running like fairly heavy duty tires that are built for trail riding on on his e-bike. And then um, we had to, the next day, because we didn't have a spare tire, we had to pump up Dieter's tire in between every shoot location along the O'Keefe Rail Trail. So you don't see this when the finished product comes out. And then we had to quickly go in between uh, scenes and go to the giant Bendigo store. And the guys there let us use their workshop. And we had to quickly put a tire on and then go meet another rider, Courtney, in Bendigo to shoot another scene. So it's just that chaos of filming a TV show on a schedule and mm. then the things that you don't see. And and the thing is that trails and the riding around the area is amazing. But as you said, it's always been a holiday destination. Bendigo is one of the most important towns in Victoria. So the, the what's happening is great places to stay, great places to eat. And that's where we went for our, our power eating uh, session at, uh, was it Wood... Uh, Woodhouse. Woodhouse in Bendigo, the best steak I've ever eaten. They have a wheel where they can lift the hot plate or the grill yep. up and down onto the coals and back down to the coals. But yeah, Bendigo's amazing. Bendigo's amazing. And what was amazing was we met a beautiful human being, Tiffany Winchester, or Tiff, uh, and she's an endurance cyclist. She's actually quite an, an ultra endurance cyclist. So Tiff's not only incredibly physically talented, but she's also a lecturer at university, Vandy. So she's way out of our leagues. She's, I don't know what we're going to say to this beautiful person. Tiff, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hello, boys. You guys can just keep going. You're doing fantastic. I don't, I don't even need to say anything. <laughs> oh, well, it could be said that you definitely raised the tone of the Goldfields episode when you joined us. And thanks for joining us today. Hey, nice to be here, kind of here. (laughs) And Tiff, uh, where are you uh, calling in from? So I'm calling in from the Macedon Ranges, which is where I call home. And why the Macedon Ranges? Oh, see, that wasn't on my pre-listed questions you guys were going (laughs) to ask. Why the Macedon Ranges? It's uh, it's not a very long story. It's basically my husband um, came up here for camp when he was a little lad and fell in love with the area. So after sort of picking me up in Canada and doing a little bit of traveling, 
he had always wanted to come home, and this was the area he wanted to settle in. Yeah, dragged me back here and took me here for a couple of holidays, and I fell in love with it. So we've been here, yeah, for almost 11 years now. Tiff, you're a great advocate for the region. Um, we went to Woodend. Uh, we went to the Macedon Ranges uh, and around Hanging Rock. That's your that's your uh, sort of stomping ground around there. Describe it to it our is, viewers yeah. that don't know why that area is so special for riding and for visiting, for having day trips or even weekends. Ah, uh, well, I would love to tell you all about the riding, but if I advocate how amazing the riding is, then people are going to come up here and it'll spoil the fact <laughs> that no one's ever up here, which is one of the great uh. things about riding up here. Um, so, no, I love it up here because it is really quiet. Um, the roads tend to be pretty quiet. There's not a ton of traffic, so you can do road riding up here. Um, I've, I've made comments before that I can easily do a 200k loop and never actually unclip out of my pedals at a traffic light because there's no lights up here. There's nowhere to stop. You just, you know, can ride forever, which is amazing. Um, but for those people that don't want to ride 200k's, which is I think is like most of the population. Um, it is an incredible area for eating, which is also another um, a fantastic hobby of mine. So there's, you know, I'm sure you guys have already been taught ranging about the, the Bendigo area for eating, but the Masson Ranges has, you know, foodie capital in Kyneton and, you know, you've got lots of wineries. And if you like, you know, beer, there's a few breweries around here as well. So, yeah, amazing area to be in for sure. Why is gravel growing so quickly? I mean, I guess we get, we get it better, but our audience needs to probably be told gravel is the new big thing right now. I Yeah, I've been riding gravel for a few years, so it's interesting. It is definitely coming up. There's, you know, like a gravel, whole gravel bike scene, which I didn't realize was a thing. I just thought you just took your bike on gravel, but that's the whole debate that we're not going to get into. Um, I think, you know, for some people it's been a safety concern, so getting off on gravel roads means you're not dealing with high-speed traffic. You know, there's less cars, there's less vehicles to deal with. Um but I think for me, it's definitely a new views, new roads, new ways of exploring. And especially, um, you know, like, is this like a hashtag don't talk about lockdown, lockdown? But during lockdown, my 5K radius, I had so many places to explore. Yes, I have ridden every single road and road and off-road and stupid path in my 5K radius. But I think, you know, it just gives you a lot more places to, um, to explore on the bike and to see the world differently. Absolutely. And also, I just really want to know where you go with your family on a cycling holiday. What's your trail town's top tip? Ooh. Well, I, so I'm going to talk about the ranges because I wouldn't actually go on holidays where I live because that would that would be weird. <laughs> um, but we're actually planning a little trip up to Bendigo. We went up to Bendigo and did um, we rode around the Botanical Gardens yesterday, which was magic. Um, we're also planning on doing some rail trail action. So there's a big rail trail between Bendigo and Heathkit, which is 50 Ks long. Um, I'm going to take my kids probably on about half of that, which is awesome because they're at that age that rail trail is perfect for where they're at right now. And there's lots of places to kind of stop and eat and see things and take pictures along that. So that's kind of one of my yeah, that's one of the places that I'm going to go take the kids actually quite soon. Totally. <laughs> Speaking of, um, yeah, places to go. We actually did that on that episode, on our Goldfields episode. Vandy and I did the O'Keefe Rail Trail from Heathcote 
stopping at Axdale and the Axdale yeah. pub. Everyone who's it's got the ability so to go, the, it's so great. Like it's, it's the so most good. fabulous pub and that is a beautiful rail trail. And it's, you're like, it's 30, 25, 30 Ks to the Axdale pub, either from Bendigo or from Heathcote. It's a perfect halfway ride. So that is one which I would suggest. Uh, we've mm. ran out of time, Tiff. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And no we're going worries. to uh, have a short break. And then I think we got Jamo coming on. we got on. some tech tips with Jamo. Thank you, Tiff. You're amazing. Don't go away because you're about to find what to do, what not to do with your bike. You're listening to Trail Towns Radio, the first bicycle tourism radio show in the world. Anyone who knows anything about New Zealand knows trail towns have been their thing probably long before anywhere else, and trail towns really define New Zealand, right, Vandy? That's right. I've gone over to New Zealand. It was the first place that I ever went overseas to race the World Championships back in 2006 in Rotorua. It's, uh, it's an incredible country, leads the way in lots of ways, and we're very lucky today to have Andrew Waddell, who's the boss of New Zealand Tourism, Vandy. I, if you, if, and if you're not Andrew, we're going to give you the promotion, but we know you're pretty high up, mate. And uh, we're, we're wrapped to have you on the show today because New Zealand's bubble, or as I call it, the Michael Buble, will be opening very soon and we'll be coming across in our droves to visit New Zealand. So welcome to Trail Towns Radio. Uh, kia ora. Nice to, uh, nice to be on on the air with you. Uh, I'm a proud Kiwi based in Sydney, working for Tourism New Zealand in Australia. So not quite the boss, but uh, very proud Kiwi and excited to talk about uh, New Zealand cycle trails and, and riding in New Zealand. Well, we think you're the boss anyway, Andrew. So that's the thing that matters. And um, are you, you're a bit of a keen cyclist yourself? I, I am. I was thinking about it actually, uh, BMX way back in the day, but um, pretty quickly trends transferred to early ta- uh, early days of mountain biking. So, you know, hardtail, uh, and I've stayed with it ever since. Done some cycle touring, actually, around uh, U- US and America and uh, into Europe, but now um, uh, sort of full suspension bikes uh, riding in both Australia and New Zealand. Your story sounds surprisingly similar to Dietz's story, to be honest. Apart from he's got a real job. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, New Zealand really, I think, pioneered bicycle tourism in lots of ways. Why do you think New Zealand cottoned onto this thing so early? Yeah, it's, it's been a really exciting growth. Um, I'd say, you know, there's, the core of it is around uh, what New Zealand has to offer around people and place and the experiences you have when cycling. Um, uh, interestingly, we're one of the most equipped destinations now for active cycling and particularly mountain biking as well. And there's a huge number of riding trails and tracks uh, around most cities and, and towns. So, you know, easily accessible from um, from cities, uh, good road trips around, uh, and um, very much a, you know, exciting uh, proper, uh, proposition when, when in New Zealand. Um, I'd say it, it links actually back to the idea of, you know, sustainable travel, a way to get around, um, uh, having a great experience, reconnecting with the land around you and, and having a good time with, with some mates. So, it's very much been at the core of it, um, the core of the experience. And from a, a New Zealand cycle trails perspective, they've actually been able to link 22 great rides together across the North and the South Island. And that's really raised the profile of, of cycling in New Zealand. Yeah, the great rides seem absolutely amazing. I don't know if I've actually done any in their entirety, but through our research of season two of Trail Towns, which is going to be completely in New Zealand from the top of the north to the bottom of the south, I think we we try to feature at least one great ride per episode because they're everywhere. 
They are, they are. 22, I, I hope you're not going to let me um, try and remember them all, but they are across the North and the South Island. And the New Zealand cycle trails actually came from a previous Prime Minister, uh, John Keyes, who was a tourism minister, had a great uh, passion for cycling and had this idea around safe and sustainable way to explore New Zealand's uh, unique landscapes. And um, what it's really done is connected communities and cycling communities to experience um, uh, New Zealand, uh, which has a long-lasting impact across economic, social, environmental aspects of, of New Zealand. So um, it's a it's a legacy now. Um, tracks back a lot earlier than sort of 10 years ago when it was first set up. Um, but it's, as I said, it's a it's a great uh, way in for anyone in New Zealand and Australia to take up cycling all the way through to being an experienced cyclist. We uh, we know New Zealand for its like really amazing, I guess, hardcore mountain biking, such as Rotorua and potentially Queenstown. But these cycle trails really are family-friendly trails. They're trails anyone could ride. You've got a great grading system from one through to five, so it's really easy to work out where you want to ride. Actually, can you explain the grading system That's to the listeners? Question, yeah. uh, so um, grading system works pretty similar to what you would see on a walking trail, uh, or a ski field. So, you know, it's a way about providing really good sound advice for um, people to take up cycling and do it in a safe and enjoyable way. So, you know, um, uh, entry level and beginner through to more advanced, you want people to really know what they're going to uh, experience when they get out there. Very simply, when you go into something like uh, a, a rail trail, like a Tiger rail trail, What's great about rail trails is they're built on old um, railway tracks, um, or the, you know the, the, the foundations of rail rail tracks. Oh, so we love they've got rail the gradient. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they've got the gradient of what a train needs to operate on. So really family friendly, great for e-bikes, and you know really good experience all the way through to what you might expect in uh, you know Rotorua or in Queenstown with the gondola. Um, in a similar way that you might in Threadbow, um, you know, those sorts of things. But again, really well signposted, uh, really well informed. And that's, as I said, to make sure people have a really enjoyable ride whenever they go. Andrew, that's so great. And the, the thing that is even better is that we're coming across to tell your story. And that's so exciting. We're doing six episodes, three in the North and three in the South Island. And um, you and your, your your wonderful New Zealand people have been so, so supportive of us coming over. Um, tell us what we can expect. Yeah, um, thank you. We're really looking forward to uh, hosting you. Um, for anyone travelling to New Zealand, it, we really want people to feel the embrace of the place. And that is very much around, you know, feeling the embrace of the landscape, but also of the people. So it doesn't actually matter whether you're on a bike, um, uh, travelling with Air New Zealand or a, a very bike-friendly airline, uh, through to going on a holiday with the family, the experience can be really similar. So, you know, we want you to arrive, maybe not knowing too much about New Zealand, but excited about travelling, but leave talking about the experience you've had and the people you've met. So that can be the same across the North or the South Island. What you'll get when you get to individual regions will be um, an array of uh, landscapes uh, and experiences. And one thing we've seen with the growth of uh, uh, bike tourism is people being able to get the riding they want, but also have world-class uh, accommodation, um, fantastic food offering um, where people can, you know, recharge for the next day of riding ahead. But then also similar to when you go skiing over there, the opportunity to experience a couple of other things. Wine trails, is, is, uh, is whether you would do it on your bike or not, uh, but also, you know, when you're getting down into a place like Nelson uh, and into Queenstown, you've obviously 
got the opportunity for things like jet boating and, and some other activities outside of biking. So it is really the complete experience when you get there. Oh, this... I haven't actually got my invite to come with you, so I was hoping uh, I might have to join you at some stage. Oh, Look, we'll make the, that happen. Um, though, that's amazing. And, I mean, we're going from Northland, Auckland, Rotorua, Taupo, Christchurch, the West Coast, Alps to the Ocean, Queenstown, Wanaka. Like, we're going to all these locations. What's – I know you can't be too favouritism. What's your favourite sort of area? What? Which one's your hot tip? Yeah, so um... – Oh, I want to talk about all of them, but I know I've only got a short segment with you. But um, I think uh, some places that I've ridden always stand uh, out for me. I've had some fantastic riding in, in Rotorua, uh, some fantastic operators there to be able to show you around. Uh, they talk about uh, the dirt in Rotorua um, because it's the ability to, you know, the grip, particularly in your mountain biking. Uh, but you've also got hot springs and so forth off the back of it to, to rest and relax. Uh, flying into Christchurch is often underestimated with the access you've got, both in Christchurch, the Christchurch Bike Park, but then also into the north around Nelson, and then Wanaka, Queenstown, and, and into Central Otago as well. There's a huge array there. So um, two ones for, that I'm still to do uh, is Alps to Ocean, which is from Mount Araki, uh, or um, you know New Zealand's highest mountain. Uh, into the back to the uh, east uh, east coast uh, to the as I said the, uh, the ocean uh, and then also the old uh, ghost road which is uh, just in the Nelson area as well. I was actually booked to go there in March 2019, and for all the reasons we know um, that trip was curtailed. Uh, so um, that's still to do um, when borders reopen. We're really looking forward to getting back there. Uh, I think we're all looking forward to getting back on our bikes and getting out and having holidays. One thing that we've really been interested in and has actually really blown us away is the depth of Maori culture and the way Maori culture is really integrated in all the rides everywhere. And one of the things we try and do on Trail Towns is really tell the culture of a region, its history and the people in it. Um, it's one of the stories we want to tell in Trail Towns is how Maori culture integrates into these regions. Um, how how and why is that so in, interesting and important for New Zealand? Yeah, it's um, it's a deep, deep journey. Um, even you know, if you take New Zealand cycle trails, its its name is Fairinga, uh, uh, which means the journeys. And a lot of the uh, great rides are based off um, old trails. Uh, walking trails, whether that be Māori through to, uh, you know, Europeans when they first arrived. So it does link to, you know, the, the movement of people um, many years before they were riding around bikes in New Zealand. So it's um, it's effectively the journey uh, that New Zealand uh, New Zealanders go on and, and our visitors go on. So uh, I think that's a nice representation of actually the, the journey that the country is on. It is a uh, intertwined Maori culture and New Zealand identity um, and as I said earlier it's around people and place and uh, Maori culture is really uh, important to all, all New Zealanders and the stories we tell out of it and the connections we make uh, are really rich and, and personal so it's um, fantastic that it's been coming through in many many aspects it's not just about uh, cultural tourism uh, but also but ultimately understanding um, a country and the people of it. Um, and we know that travel does connect people and that's what um, it's very challenging at the moment when people can't travel, but you know, there really is pent-up demand and um, whether it be getting on your bike and, and meeting and greeting people when you're out and about or being able to travel overseas in the future, it's definitely something we're all looking forward to. 
Every week on Trail Towns Radio, we're going to have a dedicated section to New Zealand, helping our audience understand how to get there, what to do when you do get there. And Andrew, you've been an absolute joy to have on our first episode. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me and uh, look forward to hosting you in New Zealand and obviously all your listeners as well. We just well. We just can't. Well, thank you, thank you. And uh, so, right after this next little uh, next little sting, there, mate, we're going to be talking Shimano Trail Towns top tech tips with Jamo. This is Trail Towns Radio. Right now, it's time for the Shimano Trail Towns terrific top tech tips with Jamo. Jamo is a legend of mountain biking, Vandy. He is in the mountain bike. Hall of Fame. He is he's competed internationally in mountain bike racing. He owned Vic MTV where I used to work and now owns quality bicycle repairs. Jamo, welcome to the show. Hey Duda, how are you going? Amazing. And uh, I've heard a lot about you, Jamo, mostly from Dieter. <laughs> yeah, he's he's full of it. Yes, he's he's good. <laughs> And uh, we're going to start with the basics because, you know, we're just assuming people aren't expert bike mechanics that are listening on the radio. So what, uh, you know, one of the biggest questions is what tyre pressures do you run on different bikes? Because I see people riding around in the city with flat tyres and they're just like bouncing on their rim. Yeah. You, you know, I always say that average Australian rider needs to put their seat up an inch, pump their tyres up, put some oil on their chain change to a lower gear and have a drink of water. But, oh, um, we just got six know, or seven It's kind of tips. true. <laughs> it's so funny. But it's kind it? of true. It's the simple and, and stuff. Yeah, tyre pressure. You know, everyone rides around with 20 PSI, like you say, bouncing off the, off the road surface, you know, and it's slow and it's heavy and the bike doesn't handle properly. So typical mountain bike, you know, riding on the bike tracks, you probably want 40, 45 pounds. Whoa, it's um, high. It's high. <laughs> yeah, compared to ra- for racing with tubeless, but you guys, the people that are racing know what they need. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah. average rider, no, 40, 40, 45 for mountain bike. And for road bikes, um, you know, in the old days, we used to have skinny tyres and we'd run 120 or 130 PSI. Yep, but yep. these days, bigger tyres, drop your pressure down maybe um, 90 is is fairly typical for a you know for most bikes. Yeah, I've for heard an of average even, I've heard of even lower on these wide rim, wide tire like twenty eight mil tires. People are running down as low as sixty, seventy psi. Yeah, I mean, contrary to to you know kind of common sense, you'd think higher pressure would have less rolling resistance, but there's some good evidence that no, it's not the case. So, um, yeah, the the trend is to bigger tire, lower pressure. Totally. And how often, Jamo? I mean, you've you've probably repaired twenty thousand bikes in your time. Would you say? Uh, easily, yes. <laughs> Where does <laughs> and, this and, number come and, from? And starting to get the hang of it, I always say. Do you know which? Uh, finally, which is the finally bag? Finally, get the hang of it. Well, so, I know you two can talk forever, but that's all we've got time for. Thanks for coming on, Jamo. <laughs> My pleasure, Randy. Jamo, Take care. We'll, we'll see, we'll see you next week for, for a whole bunch more questions. Yes, and that was the Looking. Shimano Trail Towns terrific top tech tip. Uh, Dietz made that name up, obviously. Yeah, yeah I know. That's uh, We're going to work on it a bit more. Well, that's it, Vandy. The end of an amazing hour of radio. I know. And a massive thank you to Tiff, Andrew and Mike and Jamo for coming on. They're wonderful, weren't they? 
They were great. And uh, don't forget to follow us on all the social media channels, whatever you do. Just type in Trail Towns TV and we'll pop up. And we have so many social media channels, it's not funny. We also have competitions. Temper, who make the greatest beds and pillows in the world, are giving one of our lucky listeners each week a pillow worth $200. If you can answer the following question, Vandy. Yes. How much is too much to spend on a bicycle? Hmm. Send in your answers on the socials. Send them in and catch us next Sunday in Australia and New Zealand for Trail Towns Radio. We'll be talking to celebrities, Olympic champions, politicians, rock stars. So in other words, we have no idea. We don't know who we're talking yeah, but to. But maybe also send in a suggestion if you want. If you've got someone you want us to chat to, we'll chat to them. That's it. So, Vandy, you've just got one thing to say to you. See you later. I'll see you later. See you later. <laughs>